Hello, heirs. How are y'all doing? It's Sunday p.m., almost 10 p.m. at night in Atlanta, Georgia. We've had some thunderstorms and rain, and I work today. I took a little nap after. I was exhausted. So I've done seven days this week, seven days of work. Hustle, 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 right? Trying to make those dreams come true. Trying to pay off that debt. To be honest with you, just trying to keep the bills paid. Who can give me an amen for that? So anyway, it's Sunday night. And like a lot of times what I do in my downtime, I scroll on the internet looking at millionaires and billionaire stories. Because the podcast is about building wealth. The real truth of building wealth, the raw truth. How do you really get there? We're journaling this together. We're documenting it together. So how many of you have heard, I'm sure probably all my ladies have, heard of Sarah Blakely? She is the Spanx founder. So for those who don't know, I don't know how you don't know if you're a female, but if you don't know, Spanx is the undergarment where it's like, to me, it looks like bicycle shorts. To be perfectly honest with you, it's like a copy of bicycle shorts. And for us in our 40s, we all remember the bicycle short phase. That's what Spanx reminds me of. It's not like something that was created out of like nowhere and you couldn't they really remind me of bicycle shorts. But she says the this um, founder of Spanx, who is now the youngest self-made female billionaire ever, she's 48 and she's worth a whopping $1.1 billion. She said that she had a pair of pantyhose, she cut off the legs, and she was like, ta-da, I have an idea. This could be an undergarment where you your tummy's smoother, your hips are smoother, and you don't see a seam. But once again, I'm telling you guys, when I first saw Spanx, and this was years ago, I she actually um, Oprah. She was one of Oprah's top things to have. You know how Oprah, when she had her show, had that um, series of top things or most. Um, the most valuable things or something like that. I think it was like top things, things you must get. And she brought Sarah Blakely Spanks on the show and that really just skyrocketed her business. That that was that was that was it. That was it. Once Oprah endorsed it, that was it. So but I swear to y'all, these things, I immediately when I saw them years ago, I was like, that's bicycle shorts. So who really knows if if we can only take people's word for it, right? But there is really, I think, nothing new under the sun. And that is actually in the Bible. It really isn't anything new under the sun. We There's ideas that are taken a little bit from other ideas and they just, they add a little something or they put their own little twist on it and then that's it. So, but anyway, her story is, like I said, she cut off, she said she cut off some pantyhose to, I don't really know why she cut off the legs. I don't remember that ever being a story, why she cut off the legs, but she cut off the legs and then she had this idea popped into her head. Now, before that, she tried to um, be a lawyer and she failed. The, the, 
LSAT, I think that's what you call it. Um, she failed that twice. She sold fax machines years before she hit it big. So here at $100 Ares Podcast, we talk about how do they get the deal? How did they, how were they discovered? So apparently she said she was knocking on doors to doors, selling fax machines before this idea hit. And then she was trying to get into retail stores and everybody was turning her down. Then there was this one man who was like, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. And they said that he had daughters and that's why he gave her a chance. Oh, I forgot to leave out. She also um, wanted to audition for Disney um, and that didn't pan out. She got a job at Epcot, but she wanted Disney. So they said that she was too short for the costume at Disney to be goofy. (laughs) So she had lots of dreams before this, this idea of Spanx came to her. So anyway, so she got a break from this man, from this retail owner to put her product in his store. And then somehow Oprah, I mean, this is where all the empty spaces are. Somehow Oprah got a hold to this product years ago and endorsed it. And then the rest is history. Um, I would like, I, I have to know, I just like to know the part that's not told. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're never really told that part of what's not told, how people get to the riches. And even when you read the most in-debt stories of the rags of riches, and then I do believe she was a self, she definitely is a self-made millionaire. No one knew her. She didn't come from wealth or anything. She had $5,000 in her savings account, um, which even that, how did she have $5,000 if she was selling fax machines and she wasn't really good at it? So did her parents give her $5,000? Was she living with her parents and saved $5,000? See, like all these are important facts. And why I'm so gung-ho on this, my heirs, is I was having a conversation. I was at a radio station Friday night, as a lot of you know. Um, I intern at a radio station. One of my dreams is to be a on-air personality and produce shows and yada, yada. Um... And one of the young interns there, I think she's like 25, she's, and I, she was asking about my podcast, and I told her, she's like, wow. She's like, yeah. She goes, I always, you know, they say, oh, you want to be rich, you know, you, you want to be a millionaire, just hustle, just hustle hard. She goes, but it has to be more to that. And I told her, yes, it is. It is more to that. And being someone that grew up pretty wealthy, there is definitely more to it. Okay, so that's what my podcast is about. And that's why I'm so like particular about these stories and things, because you're still leaving out details. You know, it's not that simple. You don't hustle. I hustle every day, my friends. I don't go out. I save. But still, there's other things that have to add up. And on top of adding up, you have to get the opportunity. Once you get the opportunity and you're prepared for it, then you can walk through that door. And hopefully whatever you're working on or, you know, whatever you're striving for will blow up. But okay, so she so Sarah, she said this this one man gave her a chance because he had daughters, which is is very odd to me but that's what the stories say you know and then she got her stuff into the store she was doing things out her home 
um, somehow Oprah got a hold to this, this Spanx thing, and the rest is history. And now she is a billionaire worth $1.1 billion. Now, they have pictures of her um, when she first started out mailing out the Spanx out her home out of envelopes and things like that. And I, I like those pictures because it's really showing from the beginning. And like I said, she definitely did not help help as far as that. But I still want to know the juice. Don't y'all just want to know the juice? Like, like did this one man out of all these people in these retail store, did he hit on her? You know, is that why he gave her a Because she's a beautiful woman. You know, was it, did she promise to give him, um... I don't know, 20 free spanks if he like, why is I don't I don't I'm not going for the oh, I have daughter. So I gave her a chance. No. And especially a man, a man wouldn't know the importance of an undergarment that made your tummy flat and, and, and hips smooth, especially back then. Like, you know, so I just really I, I love these stories and I read them. But my job is to bring a piece of this puzzle of attaining wealth, I want to get to the dirty part, you know, the nitty gritty part. I want people to be like, you know, when I do hit that status again, which I will, I want them to look back on this podcast and say, remember when she did this though? That's how she did it. That's why that person did that. That's why she got that opportunity. That's how she walked through that door. And I want to share that with you guys, the good, the bad and the ugly, like the other my last broadcast um, titled Exhausted. And it was like I think it was like under two minutes. I was so tired. Like I literally thought I was going to like pass out driving. I was so tired, so exhausted because I've been working, working mentally. I've had so much stuff on my mind because a client job is ending. So I have to find another client job to replace that. You know, that's the nitty gritty, y'all. You know, then driving an hour to the radio station to learn more about, you know, the media industry and podcasting and how I can improve my podcast, how to produce shows and, you know, the quality of my audio, which you let me know if my audio is more clear and crisp. I bought a new mic. The mic was on Amazon and it was under $15, y'all, and it's attached to the phone because, you know, Anchor, you can record anywhere straight from your phone. So this new microphone that I purchased called... Pop voice, P-O-P voice, under $15, and you attach it to your phone. So that's a little thing also. If you're recording things on your phone or doing videos, let me know how it sounds. When I heard my audio back, I was like, wow, this little teeny microphone is legit. So yes, so all those things, I'm working, working, working on it. And, you know, I passed by my wall today. If you go back to my first $100 Ares podcast and I... I don't know if it was the first one, but I talked about it was then the first three of them. Um, you put a dollar bill on your wall and put how much money you want to make. Like, what's your goal? When I, I pass by that wall today and I see my 300,000 um, and I'm just like, OK, like, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. You know, so if you don't know, again, Sarah Blakely of Spinks, look her up. That's Sarah 
S-A-R-A. Her last name's B-L-A-K-E-L-Y. Read her story. Comment, message me. Let me know what you think of her story. It's an awesome story. It really is a a rags riches story. But once again, I thought of bicycle shorts when I saw Spanx. I definitely did not think, and even I discussed it with my mom. I said, she might might have cut off the pantyhose in May Spanx, but it's still... It's still kind of like biting the the bicycle short era thing. And especially now when I see the product, the Spanx product, if those aren't bicycle shorts, y'all, I tell you. So So if you do have an idea or if you see something and you say, hmm, I can improve that, that, you know, thing and, and put my own little niche and this and that and go for it. Go for it. Because I don't think that you have to have an idea that has nothing to do with any other idea or invention that's already been made to become successful. You still can get a patent on it if you just change just a little twerk, you know, just a little twerk. Even like you guys know those, those wraps, they're not wraps. They're, um, they carry the babies, the baby holders, and they have, it's like a fabric swing thing. I'm not talking about the Bajorans. I'm talking about like the, the pure fabric and they swing. They're like a little swing on your shoulder and it's all fabric and they have like the little loop. Y'all know all that stuff originated from Africa, right? I mean, Africans and Jamaicans and, and other cultures been carrying babies on their backs and on their fronts wrapped in cloth forever. Beginning of time, okay? Someone took that idea. They took a little bit of that idea, kind of switched around a little bit, and now they're, they're millionaires and billionaires off of it. So look around in your daily life. Look at things that have already been invented. Who knows? You could be the next Sarah Blakely. Take some bicycle shorts, <laughs> cut off some pantyhose, and become a billionaire. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for giving me your time whenever you listen to this. Thank you. Please share the broadcast and come back and make sure you catch up on all the different episodes, podcasts. And I'll see you next time, my heirs. This is $100 heirs. Have a great Sunday night. 